Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the man that said Dave will want to model his game on Mick and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the man from the wrong side of the trucks. Tracks come good and trucks. Welcome, David. Yo, uh, yo. <laughs> that's that's all I've got. Fucking fired up. Pulled Let's out go. Like a Mack truck <laughs> reference, maybe. Nah, back in Optimus uh, Prime. Uh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is our resident leg spinning guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone. Looking forward to a bumper episode, mainly because Shut I up. have a segment for the first time in oh. I think maybe fifteen wow episodes. Wee. Wow, we. Holy dooly. As they say. Mm, and lastly, the man doing everything in his power to dismiss the belief that orienteering can be exciting. Welcome, Ross. Greetings, one and all. Good to be here. Good to be here with you, Mick, of all people. Who would have thought? I oh, know. Who would have thought I'd be here? <laughs> G'day, here, Ross. Eh? Hello, David. Hi, Ross. <laughs> Hello. You went person. a bit old school with the intros then, Mick, and then I did. You, you bought it new school with Roscoe. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't really, we don't really have one for Ross because he used to introduce yeah, us. The host. So mm, I. Uh, just- the boring bastard used to host this podcast. Welcome, Ross. to the bush with a compass in his fucking hands. That's what we're talking about. Uh, yes, so welcome. up lazy 120 episodes. Thanks, David. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. 120 yeah. episodes of monotone goodness. That's <laughs> it. There's a little bit of enthusiasm in the first five or six, but after that tailed off, yeah, no, two that you slept through. Groaning through 120 episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all righty welcome one and all to the frederick harold sock company studios this is a tight ship production brought to you by big lug enterprises all righty so um there isn't too much happening in the world of cricket in the last couple of weeks but we'll kick hundreds off with on mick yeah that's i said there's not too much yeah. going on so we'll kick off with a couple of the biggest we'll kick off with the biggest story um aside from what just happened to com games we'll talk about that as well but um the biggest story going around probably for the last fortnight has been the uh, legal case of David Warner versus the BBL. So, um, so the story started pretty much last week when it appeared that Dave Warner would be requesting uh, Cricket Australia to allow him to basically turn his back on the BBL and sign with the new UAE T20 League, which is starting up in this coming January. So the UAE T20 comp is said to be offering a minimum of $2.3 million across three years for players. So that's nice. about 700000 a season. Jesus. And the comp will clash with the BBL because it will run from January 6th to Feb 12th in the UAE. So, um, yeah, so David, the word was that Warner would be approaching CA and asking to um, them to allow him out of this, basically out of his CA contract effectively to go and be part of this instead of playing in the BBL. So um, since then, his wife has come out with an opinion, fucking knock me over with a feather. Um, So Candace Warner is basically claiming that David wants to play in the international comps over the BBL. It's not about the money. So fucking, you know what? I tend not to believe her. But um, but she says it's the fact that when he goes to these international comps, he gets to be a skipper and he gets to have leadership roles. And deep down inside, he just wants to lead teams. And that's why he wants yeah. to do this because anything run by the CA, as we know, he's not allowed to be a leader because he's a dirty, rotten, cheating fucking scumbag. So, um, so she has stated that even after he does retire from Test Cricket, he will not play in the BBL. He will not have anything to do with Cricket Australia because they will not let him be captain, apparently. Who is currently unhappy in the setup? Then you could read between well, the lines. Well, if it's so fucking bad, cunt, fuck <laughs> off now. No, no, no. If you want to go play in this comp, there's a real easy way to fix this whole situation if you want to play in the UAE, mate. It's called fucking off out of the Australian system. Get someone else in the side. Stop clogging up a spot at the top of the <laughs> test order if you don't want to be here. And fuck right off. The incumbent could come back in, Mick. Get Marcus Harris back in. Yes, he no. hasn't missed out on any leadership opportunities in the national setup, though. He'd never be captain of the test team That's just because exactly there's other people right. in front of him. He'd never be captain of the, either the white ball teams either because Finch is in front of him. The He hasn't missed out on any opportunities. Maybe he might have been captain of Sydney Thunder or something if, oh, uh, wow. if he'd played. 
if he played, but he hadn't played till 2013. He didn't, he didn't um, start sandpapering balls till 2018. There were five whole seasons there where he chose not to play in the BBL. This is good revisionist history by the Warners. Yeah. Just make it up. Yes, David. Nonsense. I was just going to say, I'm really looking forward to the movie version of this court case. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking a few good men, but it's just called a few shit blokes. What about, what about 12 angry men, except they have an yeah, 11 man yeah. jury, so it's yeah. an 11 angry men. Oh, it'll, be, it'll, be ten, it'll be 10 and a half angry men, because one is only half yeah. a man. But then, just, Ross could um, do a te- then Ross could do an 11 angry men 11. Uh, it's yeah. just water, water screaming <laughs> at James Sutherland on the witness stand. In the case of water versus <laughs> Sutherland. <laughs> but the other thing too is like, and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't pay that much attention, but it's not like every single time Warner goes to the IPL, he's skipper. No, he's not. That's a good point. I was halfway through when you were talking, I was going to say that too. He's yeah. not captain of his IPL team. He got dropped by his IPL Yeah, he team. got fucking sacked. Yeah. So like, it's just... This is just like this. It's is a convenient way. nonsense excuse. Yeah. What he's doing is testing the waters, Mick. As we've seen, mm. when this first broke about a week ago, I said he's testing the waters to see what he can do. Now all of a sudden, it looks like there comes some agreement where he is going to play BBL. Yeah, well, that's that's the next part of the I've, I've got as well. Yeah. Yes, David. Uh, Ross, I don't know if you've ever captained a cricket team, but the other three of us certainly have. And what would you want to do it? <laughs> if you're getting paid some money to not do it, fucking don't bother. But that's it. You're gonna, he's going to get his. He's going to get his wage either way. When you take the wage of the less fucking working it, fucking that's, how, that's, that's the Australian way, David. Yeah. <laughs> you take as much money as you can for as little work as fucking possible. It's also um, known as the Daisy Thomas method. Like that's yeah, fucking quietly how, uh, quitting. I think they're called it these days. Ooh. How long since he's captained anything, Ross? Do you think? No, would he even have captain New South Wales? in the first team? So it would be an IPL team. He even captained the Thunderbolt. Wasn't it like Mike Hussey or something? No, he didn't. I don't even reckon he would have captained New South Wales in a Ryobi Cup game. Yeah, he's probably captained an IPL team. Yeah, IPL, but not in the last two seasons. Yeah, but not in Australia. Maybe in the seasons prior to the last two or three. He might. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's been a little bit since he's captained. Uh, do you reckon he'll go in halfway through the season just with his head in his hands, like absolute yeah. shell of a human being, going, going, what the this. fuck, I forgot this shit happened. <laughs> no, putting my hand up to help be, the club, but these guys are fucking He's not going to be available for half the season because he's playing for Australia. Yeah. And I, then, I was uh, waiting for him to say something like he didn't like being away from his family in January when he plays yeah. test cricket. Every well, that, yeah. so, yeah. Oh, so that's, that's also one of the other fucking points that Candace brought up, is that these international comps are shorter. So therefore, they're better on the family unit because David's not away for as long, or they can go visit him for a short time. I'll give her that. Yes, Roscoe. IPL is the longest T Twenty competition in the world, and he never misses it. it. Goes for two months. It's absolute lies. It's lies, lies, lies. And he's not just playing one; he'll go and play four. Yeah. So it's four things of at least a month long. So at least that could he'll play. But the thing I love too is she goes, "Oh, David's our other point." Because this was all on the back page on, on Fox. I watched the video. It was all on um, Fox Sports. And then the next her next comment was um, that David's a very loyal person, and that um. And because you know a lot of the IPL teams are buying these UAE teams, it's very much an, oh. it's very much an Indian back thing. So it's not about oh. fucking loyalty. He want he's wanting to get on his knees and say, "Please, sir, can I have some more?" So these fuckheads know that they owe him hook, line, and they own him hook, line, and fucking sinker, and then yes. he'll play wherever they fucking want him to because he'll just sit there going. Please, 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 more shekels in my hand, sir. <laughs> Mick, he has that sense of loyalty that if the IPL franchise he plays for in the IPL can go and buy a team in the UAE, yeah. he's got to go play for that UAE yeah. team. And take that money as well. CPL he's team, not, he's, he's got to go and play in the CPL. He's not going out the goodness of his fucking heart. Ah, he's not swapping please. comps because his mate become captain coach. He's fucking <laughs> going there to get fucking money. It's got nothing to do with fucking loyalty and fucking all this other bullshit. So since... Um, we'll just finish this story and we can keep bagging him. Uh, so since um, <laughs> since that part of the Candace Warner part of the story happened, CA it's it's since been announced that CA are looking at the possibility of paying him a um, five hundred thousand dollar basically wage to play in this to knock back the UAE and stay in the BBL. So um, Part of me, like this, I've got, to, I do actually have two legitimate trains of thought on this. There's a part of me that has the fucking train of thought, which I 
expressed earlier. Well, happened with that one, yep. Yep. Um, but, the, but the other train of thought, like if I'm within CA and I'm looking at this, this is smart money. Because what this does, if you convince him to play in the BBL, even if it costs you half a million dollars, you know what that's cheaper than? Giving up fucking a couple of hundred million dollars to Channel 7 when they try to fucking rip up your right fucking deal Good and point. take you to court and you go through all that fucking bullshit. So it means, you have to pay, it, yeah. it means if you have to pay a few of these blokes a little bit extra so Channel 7 can't pull out the whole we're not getting the best players in the BBL argument, then maybe it is worth giving him Maybe it is worth giving Mitch Stark. Maybe it is worth giving some of these other blokes a little bit of an extra kicker to make them stay and play in the BBL. It's interesting that for, you know, for the good of the game and, yeah, for discipline reasons, he can't possibly ever be a captain again. But we're happy to give him an extra half a million dollars on top of whatever he's getting. That's not a bad look for the game. Him having a leadership position would be a terrible look for the game. Just let him be captain. Fucking who cares? I'll give him one thing. He may not be smart, but this whole thing about going to play in the UAE—look what he's got out of it. More yeah. money. Yeah, he's more got a good. Um, my um, got a my good favorite agent. part of the whole thing is that he's done. He's he's really done a good way here by supporting grassroots cricket by mm-hmm. taking half a million dollars out of the money that could go into grassroots yep. cricket for himself. Because mm, that's how the test players make grassroots cricket better by taking <laughs> money out. That's a that's a cricket Australia Trump card too. It's yeah. all right, Dave. You come out and go, it's all right, Dave. We've got spare five hundred thousand dollars in grassroots fund yeah, get, that we've got put get away. Fuck we'll pull cricket club. We'll take your money. You. There you go. They should do that. Yeah, Manly or Ringer don't need new nets, David. So nah. you can have yeah. that. Yeah. Does, uh, does Sixty-five know... cricket clubs don't need don't new nets, net. so you can play for fourteen weeks. <laughs> does anybody know <laughs> if Warner's brother's still on Twitter? I'd like to get his thoughts on it. There'll be an escape. I'm sure he's an escape guy. How about those turtles? Yeah, love turtles. <laughs> I heard, I heard he's not he's, he's off the escape gate and he's blaming the trapezes hen at the moment. But anyway, so fucking hell. Uh, or the bearded fucking dingo, whatever fucking other animals are in the fucking <laughs> whatever whatever dingo. other animals are in the freak show. The, fucking, <laughs> the blue tongue kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, there's a stake with a chain on it. Right. That's the escape goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Houdini goat. <laughs> Call it Harry. Oh, fan fucking uh, Now, one thing I did like about this UAE comp, Mick, is most of the other comps around the world, they have like a quota you can sign, say, uh, three overseas players, but only two in your starting 11. I think IPR has. You can sign five and generally play a maximum of four. This was going to be, you could play nine, was it? Nice. Nine. Yeah. could be foreign. There's not many Emirates that are going to be playing. Yeah, yeah, say, where are the UAE national the two players are playing? Two blokes who go, yeah, well, yeah, we'll fucking play so, one team. Yeah. Can't, so, can't land it on the pitch, bowling buddy Pavel Florence down. No, I'll talk about him in a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be talking about him later, Roscoe. So right, just okay. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because now that we don't have BBL signings, we've got to be able to talk about BBL draft nominations. Right, so, but then I think there's probably six teams in this UAE comp, which means if there's two spots for locals, there's the national team covered off. There's 12 spots. But but is there a national team? Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've got ODI. Yeah, like every other yeah, national yeah. team where it's like expat Pakistanis yeah, and Indians. Absolutely. And Most and probably. Yeah. yeah. Like the 100%. Italian team that's full of blokes yeah. that have no Italian fucking names. Yeah. yeah. No Corinti among them. Yeah. Not one. I just not fucking yeah. one. Not even a Divinudo, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, not even a Stallone. <laughs> I'm just. Um, <laughs> not even a Benetti. I'm interested in what happens if it rains over there. They can't get on the piss, so why are they playing? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> If this is why we play a, a bloody cold tea. No thanks. Over there, they. What, this is why we play revving the fuck out of a gilded Lamborghini. Yeah. That's why we play <laughs> driving down an unused seven-lane highway into town with a gilded Lamborghini. Uh, good point. With a fucking Jaguar in your fucking passenger seat. Alrighty, as they say in the classics, fuck you, David Warner. Yeah, and Candace Warner. No, thank you. All righty. So, Alex, it's over to you for Around the Ground. All right. 
Welcome back to Around the Grounds, everyone. I didn't hear that. I'm assuming it will be about half as funny or as good as this segment will be. So we had a request a long, long time ago from a good friend of the show, Snoozer, who requested this, and I probably forgot about it for four weeks till he reminded me two weeks ago. So we know who to hold responsible when this goes off the rails. Exactly. Absolutely. Snoozer, this is your fault. We know his zero on this one. So I'm here to talk about the <laughs> Beaux-Azur Cricket Ground. Nice. Which was created in or built in 2002 and renamed... History. Yep, renamed in July 2016, the Darren Sammy Cricket Ground after Darren Sammy. That's Darren with one R, which I realised looking into this. Fuck, Sammy with strange. two M's. Yeah, um, who captained the West Indies winning side in the 2016 and 2012 T World T20s. Um, that brings brought him alongside Clive Lloyd as the only West Indian captain to win two international con- uh, competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, coincidentally, in 2006, one of the stands was also named in honour of Johnson Charles, who was also a part of the 2012 and 16 winning World T20 sides. So the ground is located in St. Lucia, um, uh, located near Gross Islet and Rodney Bay, named after Gross. Rodney Hogg, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was next to the Rodney Marsh, but yeah. Rodney Rood Bay, yeah. Um, so a little, we'll do a little bit about St. Lucia here. Um, the capital is Castries. Um, there is 184 in the 2022 census, 184,000 people in St. Lucia, which is not a lot. Um, they definitely pump, pump, punch above their weight with regards to cricketing stars. That's more than sure. 184. I thought you were stopping at. And I was thinking, how the fuck does <laughs> the town need a stadium? <laughs> Massive stadium of 20,000. Um, maximum capacity when they put in their extra temporary seats. Um, the official languages of St. Lucia are English and St. Lucian Creole, 85.3% African ethnic group, 10.9% mixed, um, and 2.2% Indian. Mixed kebab. So I found it interesting. 90% Christianity, 59 no religion, and 1.9% Rastafarian. No religion, catching up, you beauty. Yep, getting there. Um, <laughs> the, yes, the 90s punk band, no religion, is catching up. Yeah. <laughs> um, a bit of uh, the ancient history of St. Lucia. It was Please. named after St. Lucy of Syracuse. Um, who lived from 283 AD to 304 AD. St. Lucia, fun fact here, St. Lucia and Ireland are the only two sovereign saints, states to be in the world to be named after a woman, which is crazy. Ireland you could probably is, just call that a fact. Is Airy Ross, I don't know how to pronounce that, E-I-R-E. Yeah. Air, um, However, St. Lucia is the only one to be named after an actual female historical figure, which is pretty crazy to me. Legend states that French sailors were shipwrecked on the island on the 13th of December, the feast day of St. Lucy. So, therefore, the name was the island was named after her. So, so a bit Alex, of history. Any, yes. any truth, Alex, that um, <clears throat> that's how they got the idea for the TV show I Love Lucy? Mm. Yes, same. St. Lucy of Syracuse. So, Alex, I'm... I love St. Lucy of Syracuse. So, so, after what you've said, I'm led to believe that Lahore wasn't named after any. Definitely not. St. Lucy of Syracuse is a saint. <laughs> My mother was a saint. Um, the first proven inhabitants of the island were the Arawaks, um, obviously native to the South American area. Did they live at Darren Sammy Stadium? Uh, well, I'm not sure. There's many different uh, historical sites around the there. In the groundskeeper's hut, David. <laughs> yes, David. Have you changed the around the ground segment in, from being like around the grounds to being everything around the ground? Is that what you've done here? <laughs> yep, I'm working from St. Lucia and then I'll go to the Caribbean and then I'll go out to the Americas and then it'll just be the world and it'll end up in the universe. Right. In the slow heat death of the universe is when this segment will finish too. <laughs> Uh, the Arawak are believed to come from northern South America sometime around 200 AD. Um, some well-developed pottery has been found to prove this fact. Um, they named the island Iwanalo, 
meaning land of the iguanas, due to the island's high number of iguanas. Makes Very um, literal, the Arawaks. Um, the so character it's not like an Iceland around... Greenland thing, where like the iguanas are on a different island. <laughs> no, they're very little in this fact. Uh, the Caribs arrived about um, four or six hundred years later. Um, they also called the island uh, Herawanora, which is there where iguanas are found. Christopher Columbus may have seen the island, which is another fun fact. Oh, nice. pretty funny. He might have seen it. He was sort of in the area. In the 1550s, the French pirate Francois Leclerc, also known as Jumbe de Boy, yeah, due to his yeah. wooden leg, he was an actual pirate with an actual wooden leg, which is pretty boys. nice. He set up camp on Pigeon Island, um, which was there. Did they have was... a lack of pigeons? <laughs> nah, again, shitloads of pigeons. Oh, nice. Fucking everywhere, annoying, <laughs> spread disease. Pigeon the rum. Ah, oh, the worst. So, um, yeah, this pirate just, you know, wrecked all the English vessels. And then they went through a period of the English and French fighting over slave trade horribleness using the island to grow sugarcane mainly um, and holding on to that land there. So in the in 1967, St. Lucia become, got its independence and become one of the six, initial six members of the West Indies Associated States. Now, I always wondered why there was a West Indies team and not like a St. Lucia team or, a, you know, team from Jamaica, Barbados or something along those lines. And I think this is the reason these are sort of a semi, you know, mini UN of these nations. Union, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and that was around about, you know, they sort of come into test cricket in the 60s or was it 70s maybe? Be around that time. Yeah. So Yeah. So um, it was around about that time they sort of came in. So that makes a bit of sense to me. Sort of clarified a few things to me like Jenny Morrison did for Scott Morrison. (laughs) All right, let's get to the ground proper. Finally got there. Moses, your cricket ground. Darren, same cricket ground. The end names are the Pavilion End and the... Bell End. Media Centre End. Oh. Yeah, really pathetic stuff. Um, (laughs) Look, situated at the outskirts of Rod... Bay Stadium was completed in 2002. It hosted domestic matches. It was the first in, uh, first ground in the West Indies to get floodlights, and they held their first day-night uh, match in 2006, I think. But due to the time difference between literally everyone they play against, they don't often play day-nighters because it puts it into a weird time slot everywhere else in the world. Um, the first international match played at the renamed ground took place in 2016. India played the West Indies in a four-match series. It is a six-minute drive from the town of Gross Islet or Gros Islet. Not really sure how to pronounce that one. <coughs> um, it has it's known for its high-standard facilities, um, regarded by the West Indian Cricket Board as the standard now from any new stadium being built. It has six floodlight towers, 18 hospitality suites, and uh, permanent seating of 13,000 in bucket-type seating. You'll be interested to know. You love your different types of seats, Ross. <laughs> um, and it could be expanded to 20,000 for international matches. There's also two artificial pitches and two turf pitches for practice and warm-ups. Very interesting. Pitches of what? Uh, pitches of you. That's a cure song. <laughs> Um, the top scoring test is by Brian Lara um, against Sri Lanka in 2003. He scored 209. And the top wicket hauls in tests is Shannon Gabriel, of all people, with big eight fella. wickets. He's eight a big wickets. lug. So there you go. That is my Darren Sammy Oval. Yes, David. 1928, the West Indies played their first That's test. That's what match. I just fucking looked up oh, too, David. <laughs> yeah, okay then. Well, maybe the test. The test team um, drew all the te- the countries together to do the federation. There, there was a West Indies federation. When did that end? Anyway, keep going. Yes, it didn't no. last for too long, mate. Oh, the segment is over, so you can you can keep looking. That didn't last for too long. I think it was about twenty years or something. And they disbanded it, but not yeah. even fifty-eight yeah. to sixty-two. Well, there you go. There you go. You're all over it again, mate. Yep. Wikipedia served me well this weekend, everyone. He hasn't, hasn't paid his two dollar donation, so they're giving him the old facts, the shit facts. <laughs> I uh 
I wish everyone all the best with the knowledge I've given them, and mm. hopefully you let everyone else know about the wonders of Darren well, Sammy Stadium. Well, there were no fuckloads about St. Lucia. I'm not sure they'll know no anything about <laughs> There really wasn't a lot of information floating around other than... Couldn't find a dress code? Fuck's sake. Experience. Could have given us something. Yeah, you couldn't even tell us who the fucking groundskeeper was. <laughs> like, hey, I got you the type of seats. What more do you want? That's oh, come on. How many floodlight true. towers are there? Six. Six. I got you that information. No, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh. Well, thanks well for snooze. That's all yeah. I can say. So, speaking of things that no one really wanted, but they got anyway. So we're talking about the BBL draft, and what did we go with that? No one's favourite fuckwit, Romanian international cricket star Pavel Florian, is nominated for the BBL draft. So the forty-three-year-old insists nothing is I can't impossible. That old. That's fucking old. Yeah. Forty-three. So he insists. <laughs> oh fucking damn, mate! Bloody hell. He, he insists nothing is impossible in regards to him getting drafted, and it's very hard to not agree with him when the Melbourne Renegades are in the competition. <laughs> <laughs> He's a platinum. Who's this? He's a big luck. Let's get him in the side. Uh, so probably the more disturbing report to come out of this was from BBL boss Alistair Dobson. Mm. So old Dobbo has flagged the possibility that bring he could bring Florian to Australia in an ambassadorial role. Mm. And Cricket Jumps Australia has not yeah. Cricket Australia, Cricket New South Wales has seconded this, believing he could be a good promotional tool. Well, the tool is, is probably role. correct anyway. So, um, is that like a trade envoy? Is he going to flash his cock on yep, Twitter yeah, like he's, he did? he's got yeah. hacked. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, got hacked. So the the initials that come to mind when I read of this are not BBL, but a WTF in what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> All right, uh, out to the out to the fucking table. What do we think about this fucking ridiculousness? I like Pavel, but... Yeah. It was cute the first time it happened, but fuck, get That's off my shit. screen. Get out of yeah. my news cycle. I'd... I can't believe he's 43. I thought he was be something like 30. It's, it's just ridiculous that he's It's completely old. over the hill, isn't he, at 43? Mm. There's a ton no, of shit truck cricketers out there that could That's be an it. ambassador. Oh, he could That's go into your over 40, 11, Ross. You could get rid of Donald... I don't think he's going to play cricket. Who was 38. Yeah, he's no. not going to play test cricket. No. Anymore, no. <clears throat> I don't know. Just like... The, the problem is that someone's going to get him just to try and sell a couple of extra shirts yeah. or something. It, it's that's cynical of me, but that's what's going to happen. He's not no, gonna no, play. but they'll get a shirt made. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he'll, he'll be, be like um, Pavel's Andy Pop. Lee. He'll yeah. be like Andy Lee at the Melbourne Stars. He'll, he'll do like the water running and shit. Thing. He'll be real yeah. keen. And, yeah. 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 and kids will love it, but us old, cynical. Us old, miserable pricks. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you who wants him to get drafted and get a game. Jade fucking Dernbach. So he's Fuck not the yeah. worst bloke to ever run around this fucking competition anymore. We so, might name a new award. Just the, the bloke who got drafted but did nothing. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is the Jane Dernbach award. Run we the might drinks. Have to it. Yeah. Call it the Andy Bickel award or something. Talk no, hey, award. you fucking bought your tongue. Fucking even Andrew Johns looked at Pavel and went, this cunt can't fucking play cricket. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so there's, there's platinum, gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah. No what, what would Pavel be? He's mud. Wood. He's mud. Yeah. yeah, wood. Mm. <laughs> mud. Wet I've wood. got a out of our mud pick. I've got <laughs> Pavel. <laughs> spew pick, maybe. And our spew pick. Yeah. In round 57, in the spew tier. Uh, they've got 685 people on each squad who finally get to Pavel. This right here, like. This is one of the problems with social media, is shit like this. This is this is uh-huh. fucking the problem with social media. No one would ever heard of this fucking spud if it hadn't been for social media. This is what social media brings us. It brings the boat from Romania who bowls like you can't even play fucking vets cricket and it brings us beefy's dick. They're things we don't need to see. We don't need it, social media. No wonder, um, no wonder Dave Water wants to fuck off. I just sit there playing with this fucking chipper. <laughs> no wonder fucking Elon Musk doesn't want to buy Twitter anymore. He fucking saw Beefy's dick and he saw Pavel Bowler. He goes, I don't want any fucking part of this. Oh, God. Nothing's impossible. Mm. Bullshit. You won't be playing test cricket. That's impossible. Uh, it's oh, You know whose fault it is. The bloke, the Australian bloke who started up the European Cricket League. Yeah. And that went from strength to strength. That entrepreneur. Yeah, Shit, this, this is all his fault. Yeah, fuck mm. that guy. Yeah. All you got to do is buy three high def cameras and then suddenly yeah. 
And the it's prick who invented the frog of... box, you could fuck off too. <laughs> that's how it gets around effect. the world. We're watching yeah. Pavel Florin play that's BBL. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> could that money have been used somewhere better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Warner to play BBL. There, that, see, right there, Ross. That's yeah, what we. Yeah. That's yeah. what that we say. Exclusively coming, coming from children's hands, begging that's, hands. Yeah. That's where that money's the coming Jamison from. The Cricket Club. No longer Please, sir, any our club has no bales left. Sorry, David Water has Do to play BBL. Do you want water on TV, you little Timmy? Then <laughs> you. Yeah. And burn your bales, bales for water. You want bales? <laughs> Every local cricket club has to take all their broken stuff out and donate it to scrap metal merchants so that they can <laughs> melt it down and make more coins Just to pull pay it David off Warner. Chain <laughs> and take it have to crush every beer can, oh, get it smelted, the, put it the, back in a circulation to pay David yeah, Warner. It's the great proletarian. It's the great proletarian Warner revolution. No so one's going to take grills on their helmets anymore. No grills on helmets. Take them down. Even the, yeah, the piss flaps have been taken off and fucking <laughs> raped for any copper that might be in them. <laughs> Yeah, chain link uh, fences, they're gone. Oh, Can't build a new house anymore without someone coming in and stealing all your pipes to try and pay David Warner to play <laughs> the cricket. All the, all the pipe fences from around every kick ground oh, Australia. Yeah. That's good gone. money. <laughs> Man, the suburbs of Melbourne will never be the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> just people doing burnouts everywhere. Just drive straight on the That's that butterfly effect. We pay water more money, suddenly yeah. grounds are getting fucking smashed up with people doing burnouts. Yeah, yeah, VL Commodore's going. You won't be able to find a synth pitch without a fucking burnout on it. <laughs> on it's hard leg, enough now. On a good leg, just black fucking marks everywhere. <laughs> hard enough now. That's got fences around the ground. <laughs> Imagine without them. Reservoir would be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old little fucking Timmy can't have a thigh bag because someone wants to bring out Pavel to fucking interview him before a game. Like, fucking hell. Great cricket. Oh, fuck. no. Hey, don't forget the global warming from the jet fuel being burned to get him over here. Uh, just glued yeah. wood shavings together in a sock as a bat because he can't afford to buy a new one. God. Uh, can't have new cricket balls either because Pavel's got to come out. It's just, yep. it's, you can't have the, the cork bit that's in the middle of it. That's all you get. We can't that's afford the, the leather. Part, you just no. kept the cork bit. Just taped up tennis balls. Sorry, boys. Pavel's got to come out. Oh, God. Now flying first class. It's worth it. <laughs> imagine, like, imagine thinking you you're on a a good thing after Channel Seven have said, "Look, put put a better product on the tally." This is fucking shit, and your answer is Pavel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's your answer. Channel Seven should double down on suing them. Yeah. He's walk, yeah, fucking no the, practice. The, the CA lawyer just walks into court with Pavel beside him and just looks at this judge and goes, "Here." Oh, yeah, fucking fixed it. We fixed it. I find in favour of Channel Seven. Bang! There you go. You get oh. a magician to come out with a smoke glass case. Pavel just like that soccer player that they announced in Real Madrid or whatever. And he drops the curtains as Pavel there. How good would it be if if the next TV rights deal that has said fuck the BBL off, we just want Test cricket? That would be the best. Put BBL on like ABC. What they did with the top 10 test. Give it then, back to Channel 10, mate. Yeah, you can have it. We don't want the BBL. It's shit. We'll just keep the test matches. This is a sad sad decline, the old BBL, from 70,000 people yeah. at yep. the MCG Yeah, just five short years ago to now having C-grade jippers called Laurie Evans playing their trade. Yeah. Evan Gulber's flying from New South Wales down to fucking <laughs> Victoria every week to get a game. Good and lord. And Doug's still kicking around. And he's still, oh, on a, still yeah, got five still, years left on his yeah, deal, yeah. probably. Four years to go. He <laughs> made the nine year deal. It's like Bobby Vanilla, Mick. Yeah, fucking home. <laughs> He'll be making bobbleheads of Ben Dunk in 10 years to pay off the fucking. Ben Dunk Day, you'll get yeah. <laughs> Another million bucks for Ben Dunk. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. Good luck. There's still been no movement on Chris Lynn either. So. No, no Adelaide Strike was just the last rumor that I'd seen floating okay. about, but I don't Maybe know. Maybe someone will just pick him up for fuck all. For scrap. For yeah. Well, the Rolls Boyce has left the Renegades, and I think he's going oh, to strike no. How will the Renegades oh, ever geez. recover? I don't think you can get Cameron worse at bottom, can you? So it's like we can't go down. Yeah. 
Why would he want to leave? I don't get it. I mean, you're onto something, Al. Bring in a bloody <laughs> relegation system in the BBL. Oh, oh, Let's yes. see Greensboro playing against the Brisbane Heat. <laughs> I reckon they should just do relegation and no promotion. Just cut Last year, standing. Survival of the fittest. You finished oh, last. Like you're Sydney out. Sydney, 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 one season. Yeah. <laughs> get the auditors in, wind them up. Get, oh, get Lucy Cooper cool. in. Liquidate the funds, put it into Davy Waters. Fuck, mm. that'd be great. 500K. That's it. Go and pay Warner a bit more for next year. That's how you get next year's Warner fee. You yeah. liquidate the bottom team. You get all of that money straight to Warner. All righty. So we'll move on for that. And speaking of T20 games that Channel 7 does want to put on TV, uh, there's been some games of cricket going on the Commonwealth Games at yeah. the moment. So um, bronze medal and the gold medal were decided uh, yesterday slash early this morning. Um, the English – no, the New Zealand women knocked off the English women, I think, to take home bronze yep. from memory. Yep. yep. Um, and then the gold medal match was the Australian women taking on India. So um, basically, yeah, the Aussies did it again. So they are just done a class all to themselves at the moment. So uh, yep. it got down to the last moments, but they won by uh, 17 runs in the end. So this uh, means Australia is the first team to ever get the trifecta of being ODI World Champions, T20 World Champions, and Commonwealth Game medalists. Wow. Which isn't surprising because there's only been about two fucking Commonwealth Games and yeah. T20 didn't fucking exist back yeah. then. But hey, yeah, let's, fucking, <laughs> let's give our fucking massive fucking whoop de doos for shit that no one else can fucking achieve anyway. But that's all right. So, um, so there was a lot of drama at the death of the match, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But there was fucking drama at the toss. As well, oh, oh. where it was announced... High-high drama. Daryl Eastlake was there. It was yeah, announced high, high that Talia McGrath was positive for COVID. A best but, player too. But she would be allowed to play. So the, oh, IC, okay. the ICC said it was okay. And surprisingly, the fucking Australian Commonwealth Games team said it was okay. I don't fucking know what they were thinking. And the yeah. actual Commonwealth organisers all signed off on it. In a move that will surprise no one, it upset India. Um, so... <laughs> and also Novak Djokovic yeah. for some reason. <laughs> so um, the word is is that the Indians did not find out about her testing positive until um, the toss of the coin, which then got oh. delayed by 10 minutes as they stamped their feet and threw a yeah. tantrum, which yeah. I, can, I get where they're coming from, but I also don't care. It's a little um, bit unsafe, I would have thought. But... Yeah. Yeah, I so know. it, it was a very odd situation yeah, because it. you had... So during the game, so like they went out, they were batting. She was sitting by herself um, off to the side with a mask on, not with anyone in there around her. She took a catch and then went, hey, 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 no one come up and high five me and all that stuff. Then when they approached the dice to get their medals, she was hugging and kissing and carrying on with, it wasn't kissing, she had a mask on, but she was like hugging and holding hands and everyone watched she got her medal. So at what point did the COVID go, oh, gold medal, sorry, I'll back off for a minute and just fucking let it be. It must have just been all about playing and winning the game and they couldn't give a shit about spreading it to the rest of the team after that then that must have been the thought well, process once, once the last game's finished it doesn't matter there's no more well, games I don't know people die of it so maybe that matters but I think it's a bit silly she should have had to play in the mask is why yeah, that rule should have been changed if you want it, if you do it 100 metres fucking you got COVID in your mask the reality one situation time. marathon got COVID in your mask, mask. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but when it's all said freestyle done, 400 metres in a mask buddy I know this isn't the way the Indians look at it, but when it's all said and done, it wasn't Tali McGrath that won the game anyway. She made no, two, she was she made two from four balls, didn't take a wicket and went at 12 and over for the two overs. Yeah, she was fucking crook. Give her a go. Didn't have no, the Jordan flu game, did she? <laughs> no. she um, the Indians should have been fucking going, give more of them COVID. She yeah. had 12 and over. Fucking another one had COVID. They might have fucking won. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, so yeah, like I said, it's all what it is. So um, Beth Mooney would top score for the Aussies. She would make 61. Ever as, reliable. As they would be 8 for 161. Um, and the Indians would get rolled 17 short in the last over. So it was a bit of an interesting one. So um, yeah, the Aussies got 8 for 161 in their 20 overs, as I said. Uh, India's run chase looked like it was storming overs. They were 2 for 118 in the 14th over. But then Ash Gardner said, fuck this shit, into a couple of wickets, and they lost three for thir- three 
They lost oh. India lost three, four, three in two. Who overs. got um Harman Preet out, Nick? Um old um Ash Gardner's getting a bit of a reputation as just Miss Clutch at the minute. She's one of few fucking important Who, games. Agree. Harman Preet core. Oh yeah, she's uh Gardner. Yep. Yeah. So um yeah, so that yeah, so then India were left, they basically did forty one from the final ten over, which is a T twenty, you know, ten overs not the end of the world. Mm. Um they had five wickets in hand, so they could have a crack. However, they just kept losing wickets, and they found themselves needing 16 runs for the final two overs. They would, they then lost four wickets in nine balls, oh. and fell uh, to 152 in the in the nine point, 19.3 overs to That's lose. That's a shame for them, isn't it? Yeah. Really, fuck my heart bleeds for them. Yeah. Yes, Alex. Uh, Alana King had a uh, poor game, which is actually surprising. Normally, yeah, she went, she went for a tens. few wickets. Yeah, yeah went at tens and mm. yeah, well, crap. Um, uh, Megan Schutt had another clutch game in a pivotal moment and bowed out on a high. She's now retired from international cricket, as far as I really? know. Not the least prankster. Not the Schutt star. No, she's Ooh. gone. Whoa. So changing of the guard, I think that might, you know, see some new names in the um, open Darcy Brown. Slot. Someone Michael else has Brown. to do a um, shit fucking video for CA. Mm. Oh, she's having a few Beverino, Beveraginos in her own time now, I think, <laughs> Megan Schutt. Oh, what God. will we do? What will we do? You know what? An absolute stalwart and a gun. Great career. Bad out on a high. Good on True. Him. And at the end of the day, we won fucking gold. So yeah, that's all shit India. Not just yeah. the Indian cricket team or the Indian cricket body. Just all of India. Yeah. Suck absolutely. Same with same with England not even getting a medal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not coming home, you fucking yeah. loser. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck I'm sick of hearing that. Anytime there's a sporting contest on, it's coming home. Well, badminton. Fuck up, mate. All right. Shut the fuck up. Badminton. Uh, Royal tennis. It's coming home. Oh, it never left, mate. Shut up. Racquetball. Polo. It's coming home. You can keep polo. It can go home. We don't want it. Disc golf. It's In- coming home. England's like that bloke who thinks his missus can't do any better. Ah, oh, she's coming home. She'll That's come it, back. Yeah. Yeah. She'll well, be back. She'll be back. Fuck. I won't well, suck shit, England. All right. Yeah, they're right yeah. under the girls. Um, yeah, more um medals and silverware and that type of thing for the cabinet. So good work there. Be fucking good if they get the men's one in the next Coldmouth yeah, Games. Oh. Dogs. Just have them both at the same time. Be excellent. <sighs> we could do the double. That's it. Maybe yeah. we're not as good as the girls, the men, but you know we could do the double. Oh, we that. do win tournaments, but we might. We're not as good yeah, as we do win tournaments. We're not yeah, as good as, good as the girls, but we do win tournaments. That's true. Alrighty, so uh, yeah, so pick the eyes out of that one, bloody hell! Oh, I'm sweaty. Oh, hard work. So over to you, Roscoe. Because apparently, you have a quiz. I do have a quiz. Yeah, put yourselves on mute, boys. I win this. Yeah, David's full blown <laughs> Ming Dynasty at the moment. I think. <laughs> 17 in a row, quiz wins. <laughs> All right, what chairs are we talking about this time, Ross? We're talking Stools, about... Stools, pedestal right, chairs. Right in your uh, wheelhouse. Do they have a back on them? Or is it just backless stools? Ross looked at us on the Zoom like we were fucking students in a classroom, and he just sort of just yeah. stared at us, waiting for us to. Oh, you can keep going yeah, all day. Yeah, all day. Yeah, it's only is... your time you wasted, not mine. Yeah. I'm okay. I've got me, buddy. I've got me sandwich here for recess. I can stay here all recess, kids. <laughs> Ross is having flashbacks to 2021 with Zoom fucking classrooms. Go on, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Go on. Yes, there's something right near Wearhouse. It's Sheffield Shield wicket keepers. Fucking right. Wayne Second, Tim Zora. Just... Log it off, guys. Text <laughs> <laughs> so me when Bulls won, I'll come back on. All right. And it's it's by state. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we're starting with South Australia, and I've filtered out if there's any ones that are like you know pre World War Two. Yep. <laughs> so Colin Walker got 190 dismissals for South Australia in between 1929 1940, which puts him fourth on the all time list. So what I'll get you to do is give me one through to six. Jesus. And I've given you four already. This so, will be an hour. Okay. Yeah. 
So, um, D- David, you can kick us off, then Nick, and then Alex uh, last no, of all. So you get so mean right. to me, Ross, making me go last in this. <laughs> going to know three fucking South Australian wicket keepers. Graham Manu would be there. Yes. He's top. He played 96 games yeah, for South heaps. Australia and got 329 dismissals. He's top. So, so that bloke, the number four bloke, how many did you have again? 190. 190 from 57 games. Alex Carey. He is sixth, Nick. So just nice. scraped in. He's had 41 games, 155 dismissals. Tim Ludeman. Yes, fifth. <laughs> I was thinking, but I wasn't, that's why I was asking him in the bike of forehead. Yeah, 47 matches, 165 dismissals. Should I go a bit out there? Mm-hmm. You can, because it's just going to go around to you every single time, and you're just going to keep really um, Is Wayne Phillips on that list? No. No. No, he's down. He's quite low. He's only got 48 dismissals. Okay. Round to Mick. Two to go. Number three and number two. Um, is one a former, Vic, uh, former Australian coach? Well, that would give it away if I answered that. <laughs> I think I know that I'm, one. I'm just trying to help the boys out here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Paul. I appreciate that, mate. Just be lots of dead air from my end. Okay. <laughs> um, I know Chuck went there to coach. Chuck went there to play too, didn't he? He, he did. played a year. He yeah. Fuck, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm going to say Chuck. I know it's not Chuck, but I'm going to make Alex guess something else. He played 10 games and got 34 dismissals. Jesus. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stumper Rickson. No. That's not the person I was thinking of. Is it Tim Nielsen? Tim Nielsen, yes. Uh, 1990 to 1999. 92 matches, 286 dismissals. He's second on the list. And what do we the, need? Third. The third one is a name that, as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that old codger. Someone Ian Chappell would talk about, no doubt. Grant? No. Just give it to me. Oh, um, uh, Hammond or something? No. Who is it? It's Barry German. Oh, oh of course. I would okay, never have guessed German. Barry German. 250 dismissals from 77. Darren's dad? I don't know. He might have been. I don't know. Stop, bro. Righty. Now, you thought that was tricky. Yep. Right. Fuck. We now move it to... Tasmania. Oh, oh no. How is it? Top six, fellas, and I'll give you one. Um, this guy is called. I don't even know his name. Oh, Richard Sewell. Richard Sewell. He was from 85 to 91, 107 dismissals. So he was fifth on the list. You've got to give me the other five from the top six. Is it, it's on bull, isn't it? Oh, it's no, it's Mick. Got a, no, it's Mick. Uh, Tim Payne. Oh, yes, 272. <laughs> Where's he? Is he top? Top, yeah. Only yeah. by 10. 88 uh, games. Fuck. Would we know any of these people on this list, Ross, by the way? Yes. They're all contemporaries. They're all played from 2000 onwards. Oh, okay. Matty Wade. No. He's actually, oh, he's are you kidding me? The only name I know. Yeah, he had played there for five seasons, 30 games, 50 dismissals. I suppose so he's he didn't keep at, that often, did he? He's in at nine, would you believe? Shit. <clears throat> I wouldn't believe that, but now mm. I do. Oh, that's, this is a real black spot in my wicketkeeper knowledge, these oh, Apple Isle. Um, shame on you. I don't know. It's, nah, I was going to say McDermott, but it's not McDermott. No, he's only played one game as a keeper. Well, well that makes sense. He's got one catch. <laughs> so it's not him. No, no, not him. Yeah. Um, number six taken one dismissal. Yeah. Is it that weird bloke from like the early 2000s? That Was he like Clef Langer or something like that? Yes, Mick. Oh, yeah, oh that's that. good work, mate. 2000 to 2007. 74 games, 232 dismissals. He's third on the list. He took the gloves from a bloke who is a name from the past. Mark Ridgway was one oh, of the opening yeah. bowlers. So it was usually bold Ridgway, caught, not Klingleffer, but the bloke who yeah. Klingleffer took the gloves from. There's my clue. Uh, uh, ben Dunk. No, Ben Dunk's at 12 on the list. <laughs> well, at least he's on the list. At least he's the place for the state. That's, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. 
They were talking about the guys did our 90s, aren't they? Yeah, 92 to 2000. 92 to 2000, this guy played. He was short guy, not unusual for a two-star. He's a real mainstay of that sort of Mark Ridgway era. I don't even know Ridgway. Josh Satan, Josh Marquette, and Mark Ridgway. He wanted to say like Colin Paul, Miller. Paul Marsh, but he wasn't a fucking keeper. No, Dan Marsh. Or even Dan Marsh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of the keepers from Tasmania. I'll give you another one. This bloke, I meant to say his name earlier. He's from 78 to 88. Roger Woolley. Oh, yeah, say him next. Yeah, 110. And then there's even more recent one, 2011 to 2016. 75 dismissals. Fuck. Is his name an alliteration? It's not Tommy Triffin, is it? It is little Tommy Triffin. Ah, there you go. Good ball. So the one you're all trying to get from the 92 to 2000, Mark Atkinson. Well, oh, yeah. never get that. No, I could have had a hundred guesses and I could have Googled him and not got it. You could put a million Alex's typing on a million typewriters <laughs> and I would never have typed that. Uh, <laughs> okay, now here's one we should get. It's round to Alex's turn because it's Victoria. <laughs> uh, Chuck Berry. Yes. 512 dismissals. Jesus. Yes. That's his numbers compared to everyone else. That's like twice as much as everyone else we've heard. Really. He never played for Australia. (laughs) Yeah, and he played for like 20 years or whatever. Span of 1990 to 2004. That's just for Victoria. He had another 34 dismissals for South Australia. So, are you gonna are you gonna give us one to knock it over? Uh, No. Because you know all of these. Yeah. Mm. I've gone blank on every Victorian wicketkeeper I've got. Oh, well, there's one from World Series. There's one who was a famous VFL under-19s coach. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, that so. one. oh, fucking Dennis Bacon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff. Bacon with the gloves on. Bacon's gloves. That's it. <laughs> Uh, he learned, he's learned his trade in Pagan's Paddock. There you go. Catch it. Well, anyway, continue. Go, go, Bull. Can't believe you don't know anyone. I don't know many Victorian wicketkeepers. Oh, um, contemporary. Come on. No. Seb oh. Gotch. No. He's, no. <laughs> man that, the man that Alex guessed for Tasmania, Matthew Wade. Yes. Yeah, oh, 278 yeah. dismissals. All right. So you got the first top two out of the way, and we've got. Three to go. Should we know them? Yeah, you know these. It's handsome. No, they're not current. One's from World Series era. Oh, he from... didn't say they weren't current. Like, yeah, oh, he did okay. say World Series era. Yeah, 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 one was World Series era. I'm calling it Se- Who was the backup in the World Series era? Oh. Back up in the. Oh. No. I don't know. <laughs> no. Don't know. <laughs> It was uh, Barry, the Barry, wasn't it? The VFL under-19s coach is a guy that's got, like, he's, he's, he's known, like, nickname. He's a nickname guy. Yes, he is a nickname guy. He's known What's by one word nickname. Name? Yeah. Diesel. Played from no. 1960 to 1971. Played 70 games for 230 dismissals. Case yeah. like Melbourne. And yeah, he's Melbourne one of those guys, and then you'll say his nickname, people go, oh, yeah, because he's fucking yeah. one of those guys. Yep, he is. So how many have we got left? Two guys. Three. Oh, three. three. Oh, fuck. We'll never get these. No chance. Now, the, the one from World Series is an alliteration. Danny DeVito. That's the only alliteration <laughs> I can think of for some reason. I think because I was thinking DeVito, maybe. That's Peter Parker. Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's uh, short. He'd be a good uh, keeper, I reckon, DeVito. Michael Devenuto's brother, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Half brother. I'm trying to think back to that How's That movie or oh, the TV miniseries. Yeah, he would have played, this guy would have played a lot for the Cavaliers, was it? The, the yeah, no, yeah, Cavaliers was the second level. Yep. Mm. Don't know, just read them out. All right, Richie Robinson. Yep. The yeah, yeah. World Series player. No. Ray Slug Jordan. That's the, it, Ray Slug Jordan. Yeah. Slugger. Mm. Yeah. And then this one is um, a relative of a 2002 Collingwood Grand Final player, Michael DiMartino. Oh. Yeah, played from 1984 to 1990, 60 games. Nice. Jeez. Um, yeah, and 168 dismissals. So there you go. Nice one. Should we do the other three states next, Potty? 
I think so. Sizzle. It's enough excitement for one week. <laughs> I think uh, Western Australia would be pretty simple, wouldn't it? They all seem simple. Then I open up the lists and they're quite yeah. hard. Oh, okay. No, like every state, every yeah. state has like two blokes you get, oh, yeah, and then the what? rest are fucking... Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. the problem is because Ian Healy did it for so fucking long in the test side and then Adam Gilchrist, yeah. you think of blokes who have played yeah. forever, but then you don't think about anyone else from like the 80s or the 90s, yeah. early yeah. 90s. You're like, oh, fuck, who are these people? So you could always name like Wade Seckham and Phil Emery and all these blokes, but... I wouldn't be able to tell you, you know, after Phil Neville or Peter Neville, who yeah. the next New South Wales bloke would mm. be. Gary Neville. Neville probably. Neville. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Neville Neville. Sandu probably. Well, <laughs> un- unlucky too, the bloke waiting for Peter Neville to retire because according oh, to Tip Madsley, yeah, he, he should have retired about eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Peter Neville never fucking gave up. And, yeah. <laughs> And captain for a record number of games, all the rest of it. He's a legend. After Tip Basley said he should be able to. Yeah. 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 He won't play next year. Yeah. Yeah. He started captain. Who would be the current New South Wales weekkeeper? Um, clubs. Gilks. Ah, uh, yes, Matthew. Yep. Yes. Gilkes. Oh, good one. Thanks. All righty. Thanks. Great quiz, Ross. That was a good oh, appreciate that, mate. Really yeah. appreciate that. Made yeah. us really think about that one. Thank you. Tough. I think there would have been a few listeners yelling at their yeah. portable listening device. Slug! <laughs> slug! <laughs> it's yeah. fucking yeah. slug, you dickhead! <laughs> it's not Jordan! <laughs> like anyone's listened to this podcast, especially <laughs> yeah, it's this late in the piece. Yeah, yeah. Live <laughs> midway through, so everyone's switched off. Switched off, yeah. All righty, that is it for my prepared statements. So nice. uh, does anyone else have anything else they'd like to add? Just that I was um, walking through the streets of northern country Victoria the other day in a nice little spot on Lake Eildon called Jamison, mm-hmm. and I popped into the pub, as is my want from yep. time to time, and I said to the man, uh, well, sorry, the person behind the jump, mm-hmm. uh, just one of your finest Calton draft in a pint, please, mm-hmm. and he said, are you that bloke from the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast? And I said, yes, I am. He turned to me and said, get the fuck out of my pub, mate. So <laughs> it's not all... Uh, this story just proves that it's not all yeah. positive reviews in the streets and the yeah. world of podcasting. So if you're thinking about doing it, listener, yeah. you know, really think hard whether you are going to be able to take some of this negative criticism on board. That's all, that's all I want yeah. to say. I can See, definitely I thought, attest to that. Yeah. I thought there's going to be an alternative ending to that. And um, the boat and say, so you from that podcast, my big podcast, so yes, I am. And then he would um, shake your hand and say, I love your work, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So just had a, um, a final thought, Mick. Yes. I saw okay. today that uh, Commonwealth Games gold medal lawn bowler, Nathan Wilson, are celebrated by taking his shirt off. Nice. And jumping into the crowd. Try and put it uh, near the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you pointing off the side of your laptop or something? Put it in big space on the actual <laughs> screen and just put it near the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. He looks like he has a similar rig as um, our mate Sterlo. <laughs> Yeah, yes, he looks he's like Paul Sterling. Like Paul Sterling, far yeah. out. The, he's played in the under or something. They had this like yes. meant to be inspirational footage of walking behind him as he walks down the race, Stop and he's it. looking pretty big. The old untucked um, Darren Lehman style Love vest it. over the top. I said he is the world's best park cricketer. Fucking oh, yes. That is what he is. Relies on eye alone. That's <laughs> talent and eye. I think they should bring back those sort of celebrations to cricket in you know, David Boone style. Just yeah, yeah. Rick out smoking on the balcony, that sort of mm, shit. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, didn't lawn bowlers of... are doing this sort of crazy stuff. I think cricket can up its ante. Yeah. Didn't one of your pals have some listener feedback? They said, "Look, the content was all right, but the sound quality was deplorable." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party, mate. It's only been 180 <laughs> episodes of absolute shit sound quality. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Go back oh, and listen to the first I couple. Say, yeah, don't you you want bad sound yeah. quality? Go back and listen to the one where Mick's thing just cut out completely. <laughs> you couldn't hear him for an hour. 
Typical, <laughs> typical younger generation. Don't know how good oh, they fucking got it. You know? Go back in time a bit. See yeah, how this is bad. Why do you go back and listen to an early one where you hear chink, chink, chink as yeah. pots, pots get picked up off the table? Hey, no, that, that, that's goes, the glory days. That or what? Yeah, that's the glory days of this point. Go back to the one where there's four phones recording at the same time. And then you You're just done with that, Dale? Yes. <laughs> I'm just parachuting at episode 178 and complain about seeing Paul. You ain't seen nothing. Yeah, what about our heart, our fan who's been doing it hard for 180 episodes? Uh, he's bleeding out of his headphones each week. He's got to turn one up, one down. He's not sure what he's doing, but he just fucked this. Uh, More listener feedback, even if it's shit, just yeah, give it to us. Yeah, we'll talk also, about it for an hour. We're, we're 21. Uh, followers on Facebook short of 200. So I've just really? set, the amb- mm, I've set the ambitious target of uh, we've got 21 episodes until we reach 200. So I'm, I'm aiming to get the 200 by cheap. 200. We we'll call it the 200. Yeah, we'll yeah. just pay for it. So we'll just all, get some bots. We all made on. six fake profiles each. We'll be all right. Yeah, that's it. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. Maybe we can do it in each episode, I could give an update and just keep saying it going up when, in fact, nothing's happened. Yeah, well, there's no point if <laughs> one person listened to us. Yeah, no one's fucking checking the Facebook page. Thanks, thanks for that, Mark, yeah, by the way. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the follow. Thanks for listening, Mark. At least your parents listen, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that's us just about done here for this episode of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Frederick Harrell. What are we getting close to? It's almost fucking Father's Cup Day. day. Yeah, yeah, I would say day. Cup Day as well, Bull, because you know what? Because I know cricket's close, which means fucking horse racing's close. Yep. So, round one yeah. of cricket. Get yourself some fresh kicks for round one. That's fresh it. Get yourself some Frederick Harrell. Head over and... Uh, Buy a pair of socks and I'll plant a tree and then that undoes some of Pavel's carbon tax for his private jet that a dragon flying over it. You can Tell even, it. with um, footy finals coming out, you get some black and white socks. You can uh, join That's the Collingwood it. cheer squad or go to prison. Each is yeah. both suitable for both activities. Yeah. Tell Frederick Harold we sent you and don't get any deal. Yeah, and they'll, pay, they'll make you pay double because you're obviously <laughs> a fucking sucker. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> All righty, but that'll do us here. So this has been a big lug production. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And like they say in the classics, opinions are like assholes. No one wants to look at yours. All righty, let's see you later. <laughs> it's easy Bye-bye. to do a potty when it's when I'm not drunk or hungover. <laughs> mm, it is. Words to live by. Good time.